Hey friends, welcome to the His Beloved of Texas podcast. I'm Megan. And I'm Kendra, and we're two moms that live across the street from each other. And between us, we have 10 kids. We live life together, have fun, and we just want to share that with you guys. We are so glad you're here. On this podcast each week, we think everyone needs a little bit of hope. And we want to tell stories of hope, of how God has changed people's lives. He's shown up in good times and in hard times, and and He can show up for you too. All right, we hope you enjoy. Hey friends, welcome back to the His Beloved of Texas podcast. I'm Megan, and we have a different episode for you today than what we had scheduled. We were supposed to kick off our Lent series with our first episode on prayer, and we were not able to record it because there is a huge snowstorm that has hit Texas this week, and it is affecting all of us. So instead, we decided to record a podcast tonight with Kendra's husband, Chris. So he's not just Kendra's husband, he is Chris Bartlett and he has worked in ministry for about 20 years, um, youth ministry, and he is someone that I absolutely look up to and have for a long time. He is amazing at what he does and has transformed youth ministry into a beautiful thing. And now he's actually training other youth ministers and giving them support and guidance and helping them to really live out um, their role as youth minister. He's also a Catholic speaker, and he has his own podcast called Ministry Leaders Anonymous. So Chris is a very sought-after teacher and um, leader in the faith, and I am so happy that you get to hear from him today. It's Ash Wednesday, and we are all living in my house right now, which is really funny. So we're like, hey, Chris, since you're here, want to record a podcast with us in five minutes? And he said yes. So, um, and he's very open and honest and shares with us about how God has been working in his heart and really calling him to greater intimacy. And then we also talk about how hard it's been this week and um, how we can lean into the Lord and really trust in his goodness and just rest, rest on his heart um, and pour out all of our sufferings to him because we know that they're real and we know that they're great, but we also know that he's greater than that. So if you are in Texas, like we are, maybe this podcast will give you a little bit of comfort and hope today. All right, guys, I hope you enjoy. Hey, Kendra. Hi, Megan. How are you? Oh, it's been a week. Yeah. Like a rough one yes. around here. I, I love this because um, you said we are his beloved of Texas. We need to talk to our people. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're all in it right now. We need to talk to our people. So we have to give you guys a little backstory. We're sitting here with Chris, Kendra's husband. Hi, Chris. Hello, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> In my house, and it is day three, our third night. Three. We have three families sleeping in our house, which is six adults, 12 kids. And three dogs. Three dogs and a lizard. And a lizard. (laughs) I can't forget taco. Nacho. Nacho. Nacho, sorry. (laughs) So um, one side of the street has power, and the other side does not. So they have moved in, and it's been really fun. Y'all are saints. I just have to say y'all are saints for taking us in. It's it's been crazy. But we know that you all um, listening to this, maybe on the day we launch it, are just in the trenches with us. The the snowpocalypse has affected you too. So we just wanted to speak into that. And I know when COVID first hit and we would go back and I, you know, I'm a podcast listener. I listen every day and that's where I get a lot of my inspiration. And the first week or two, the podcast had all been recorded like a couple weeks prior mm-hmm. and it was like they weren't talking about what was the huge the right issue now. that everybody was facing in that moment 
And it, it was hard for me. And I really wanted to hear from someone in that moment who was experiencing it too. Mm-hmm. Um, and then once they started to record new episodes, then it was like, okay, you understand. Like, you feel what I'm feeling. And so we just felt like we're all feeling it too. We know that there's a whole lot of worry and anxiety and frustration right now. And um, what, and it's Ash Wednesday. Yeah. What a weird way to start Lent. Yeah. But we're right here with you guys. Yeah. Yeah, we are. So, Chris. I, I would love to hear uh, your perspective of everything that's happened because, um, you know, man and woman, we were created differently, um, equal in dignity, but your manly mission, your man, manly mindedness is different. And so where have you been with all of this that's been going on this week? I know, just go ahead. It's, it's, it's great to be in a home. <laughs> with heat. Uh, with heat. But it's not great as a protector and provider, which are two of my roles yeah. as, as husband and father. It's not great to not be in my home. Mm-hmm. And so that that's something that I think to protect and provide. And so the first thing that I wanted to do is control the situation. Mm-hmm. I mean, even now you see me going back over the house because it's freezing across the street with no power. But I, I, I look at the pipes. I'm like, are you freezing? How are my pipes? And I'm trying to still mind the uh the kingdom over there um and so i've been preoccupied with some of those things and you've checked on me a number of times kenry how are you doing sweetheart and i'm like Mm -hmm. fine but like in my mind i'm like what's going to happen to this filter what's going to happen to this pipe what's going to happen with Mm -hmm. all the things you know um and so so i think today was a really neat piece because in the midst of trying to have control over something i have no control over Mm -hmm. I think today was the first day that we really embraced our situation, mm. wherever we're at. And I, and I don't mean this as just a, a man. I mean this as the new community, the new Copeland household. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, the big fat family. You're right. Have because now. <laughs> the first day it was it was fun and exciting, and the kids were off the walls. Like we get to live together. This it was, is going to be incredible. It was a party. Yeah. It was. And then yesterday, you know, we were still on the high. It was fun. We just did our own thing. We baked we cooked two injuries from overplay yes definitely and then last night um megan and rachel and i were like we need to have a schedule for tomorrow we cannot just let like this may be days go on yeah and so for those of you who are not from texas because we do have listeners that's true we have one in india that's true even follows us on instagram (laughs) and um so there's been a huge snowstorm a historic unheard of snowstorm in mm-hmm. Texas and I think we got like seven inches of snow on Monday and it went all the way down to Galveston there is snow on the beach in Galveston like I've never seen that in my entire life and when it was fun the first time when it snowed this one is not fun <laughs> we're not no, we're not, not out there playing in it it was like negative something degrees the other day and um it's caused just power outages everywhere mm-hmm. um there's so many of our friends who are without water and power some friends who don't even have gas stoves are not able to eat. I mean, it's yeah. it's tragic right now. So we've been able to enjoy ourselves yeah. and been very blessed to have power in this home. But there are so many of you we know that are struggling even worse than we are right now. Mm-hmm. But there is a family of eight in your house sleeping in one room. Yep. Yeah. And we are making the best of it. Mm-hmm. But I think that today was the first day that we realized, like, God loves us in the here and now. Yeah. But he also calls us to love others in the here and now. There were some really neat things that happened where you guys got the schedule together. We're doing a little worship time. We did a prayer service. But we also did a service project. 
And we've been reaching out and checking in on neighbors in a way that we haven't done in previous days to where it's like, you know what? This is where we're at, and God calls us to love where we're at. Mm-hmm. And so we're going to bloom where we're planted, even if it's on frozen soil, we're going to bloom. Yeah. I, I saw that today, and I thought yeah, it was beautiful. It was and it, 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 something about holiness is always attractive or appealing, because it started kind of getting contagious where, not all the kids, but some of the kids started getting that sense of service and helping others. Yeah. And mm-hmm. There were some beautiful moments today that I don't think that we were open to receiving mm-hmm. in the previous couple yeah. of days. Well, and of course, you know, the grocery stores are completely bare. And um, there may not be food from coming for a couple of days. And so we've been able to kind of pull our resources together as the three families. And we have food. We have plenty. And But we even kind of got into that, like, scarcity mentality a little bit of, like, oh, yeah. what if we run out? What if we... And today it just felt like God kept putting on my heart, like, I want you to reach out to your neighbors. I want you to reach out to your neighbors. And I had this big idea that I was going to go up and down the, the street knocking on doors and checking on people. But I haven't actually walked out the front door yet. So... <laughs> They all keep laughing that I haven't gone in the snow. So the idea that I was going to like walk the neighborhood was a little far-fetched. Um, but the funny thing about it was on our Facebook page, um, someone said, I'm going to an apartment complex. Um, and it was like an hour. Like there was within one hour. She said, I'm leaving at 5 o'clock. I need hot meals to take to this um, to the people there. And she said, I'm going to knock on people's car doors because they're sleeping in their cars. Wow. And I want hot food to give them, which just breaks my heart. And... I came running in and saying, do you think we could get food together? And not a single person said, I don't think that's a good idea, or we don't have time for that, or we need that food. Every single person was like, yeah, let's do it. Mm -hmm. And we started putting together all of our leftovers, hot soup, hot gumbo. and Kids made cards for them. It was so sweet. The kids made little, like, you can do this cards. And they had just baked hot banana bread, too. Mm -hmm. And so um, we gave away all the banana bread, and, and of course... I mean, yeah, they wanted to eat that, but it, it just felt like that was where we, were, where we were called to be when there's so many more that are hurting. Yeah. They, I wanted to eat that. <laughs> <laughs> the whole house smelled so good. Oh my gosh, know, right? it smelled incredible. And do you know not a single kid complained about getting rid of the banana bread? Not yeah. one out of 12. Yeah. That's a lot. That's impressive. <laughs> I'm not sure the boys realized they what was might happening. Not, yeah. They were wrestling somewhere. <laughs> they didn't know. But the girls knew. Um, but it just felt like, like this is what we're, this is what we were made for. Um, And especially on Ash Wednesday, when we're thinking about walking into Lent and it's prayer and fasting and almsgiving, like, Mm -hmm. we are living that right now. That is everything we're doing is those three things, right? I mean, we are... Yeah, and and the thing is, I think, is that we didn't go out and hunt hunt it down. Like, it was Mm -hmm. something that was on your heart, and then the Lord just orchestrated it with other people, how, how they were going to fill the void mm-hmm. and, you know, it reached your, your ears. And it was just this big body of Christ team effort to make this happen, Yeah, you know? And so something that I've been kind of pondering that's been helping me kind of stay sane through all of this is, um, I've been seeing how, you know, our last podcast, you mentioned navel gazing mm-hmm. and, and how destructive that is. Um, but I also think looking too far ahead can be destructive totally. as well. Because mm-hmm. then you get sucked into when is this going to happen? You know, when is this going to change? You know, we're expecting these results by this time and it's not happening. Um, and just to find that middle balance of being right where we are with with a good, you know, head on our shoulders, a perspective of the future. You know, we can't just mm-hmm. be blind to it. But just resting in the now and being present to the little finite areas that he is calling us to be present to, like yeah. you, with just being open. It's that daily breath, like just waiting yeah. every day. Um, I always think about 
how the Israelites needed the manna from heaven. Mm-hmm. And they couldn't store up their manna. They couldn't keep it and mm-hmm. like prepare for, for the future. They had to depend on the Lord every single day. And that our the Eucharist is our manna. Like we have yeah. to have the bread from the word, the bread from prayer, and the bread from actual Eucharist. And, and yeah, you're right. Like that's what we're living in right now. It's mm-hmm. a reminder that every day, like just living for that moment, for that day, and trusting that God is good and that we are... This too will pass. We are not going to live this way forever. But imagine the freedom in that, right? Yeah. Um, Of being a scarcity mentality type of person and trying to get storehouses of grain. Mm -hmm. And then all of a sudden it's like, no, just trust in the Lord. And tomorrow morning you'll come out and outside on the ground will be your daily bread. Yeah. The amount of freedom not to have to worry about your storehouse and having to figure out how you're going to continue to fill it and how it's only 80% capacity, it's only 40% capacity. Mm -hmm. And that can consume you. So there's actually freedom in fully trusting in the Lord. Yeah. Even though it seems in our world there's great risk in also fully trusting in the Lord. Mm -hmm. But I think that's the season of Lent is letting go of those things that we've turned into idols and embracing. That's why we empty ourselves out by taking on some sort of a sacrifice or fasting. We yeah. make space for the Lord. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's worth uh, can you speak into that um, a little more? So, you know, with with our theme for these next couple of throughout the rest of Lent um, for our podcast is is hearing stories of um, people's stories of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving. And I know that you just finished up your consecration to Saint Joseph, and you had you know this time of discernment of you know, what your Lent is going to look like. And, um, and you've decided to really dive into Lent in a deep way. So share, so at, share that. <laughs> at the end of the year, Jim Beckman released this, uh, this video. He had a message on his heart. And uh, I've encouraged you guys to reach yeah. out to him. I think you know, yeah, he's, he's going to be on. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, we get to and, have him. Uh, and so basically, Jim Beckman wrecked my life. That's, that's, <laughs> that's the long and short of it. But, uh, but after listening to it, I started praying with it, and my theme for 2021 is cling only to him. Ooh. Him being Jesus. Not Jim Beckman. Not Jim Beckman. <laughs> <laughs> Although I have gotten him confused before because he is an amazing, amazing holy man. And uh, and so I said I'm going to do the consecration of St. Joseph. Mm. There were some things in my life that made it clear that like this is what God wants you to do. And some people are like, hey, Chris, you want to join Exodus 90? We're beginning on January 4th. And I'm like... No, no I was like, heck no, suckers. <laughs> I've got St. Joseph. And then I finished St. Joseph. And, and that consecration, absolutely amazing. I recommend everyone do it. Listen to the podcast with Kevin Kapczynski. I mean, it, it's yeah. amazing. Um, but it, it helped me kind of understand what the economy of grace looks like. Mm-hmm. And so if I give 10%, mm-hmm. God pays me back tenfold. So what happens if I give 50%? It seems harder. It seems like more sacrifice. But this is what the greatest saints have figured out is if you go all in, mm. that God multiplies it, right? And so yeah, and, and so we had uh, we have our own podcast, Ministry Leaders Anonymous, and we had Jim on our podcast, and he kind of was talking about this economy of grace. It was a really good episode, by the way. It's amazing. And, uh, and, and all of a sudden, uh, Matt, who's the co-host, is like, Chris, we got to do Exodus 90. <laughs> Can you say what Exodus 90 is? Because this is no small, like, oh, okay, let's do that. Like, yeah. It's a big Yeah, so Exodus, Exodus 90 is a 90-day journey where you make uh, sacrifices and uh, prayer. So it's an hour of prayer a day. Every day is a holy hour. And they give you a little bit of guidance, but they also ask that 20 minutes of that be in dialogue with God. Mm-hmm. As a man, I think that's really important for us to hear because so many of us 
are busy doing for God. Like mm. I could pray four rosaries during yeah. an hour. Right. I actually could probably pray six rosaries. You're during really an fast. Hour. <laughs> it's pretty impressive. <laughs> it drives you nuts sometimes, babe. Sorry. But uh, but and I would feel good because I got to check all these yeah. boxes. Mm-hmm. But but in Exodus ninety is like hit the brakes and just exist before God as His beloved, mm. right? His beloved of Texas. I mean, <laughs> okay. Paid so, him to say that. <laughs> so, so there's one piece that's prayer, and we make prayer commitments, and, and a variety of them. There's another one that's aesthetic practices. So you're mm. stripping things away. So, uh, no sweets, no media, no social media, no video games. No um, video games. No video games. And this from the man who's eaten ice cream every night after dinner. <laughs> He's got yes. You should have seen his bowl last night. He had to get it, get his one last fix. Oh, I grabbed a handful of M&Ms and tossed it on one hundred and fifty thousand calories of ice cream. Um, okay. uh, on on Wednesdays and Fridays, uh, you need to fast and abstain. Wow, and every so, Wednesday and Friday. Every Wednesday and Friday. So it's just like on Ash Wednesday, you can do a meal and then two other things that okay. don't add up to a meal, but no meat. And I despise fish i just don't like it we had a whole conversation about your feelings you about that. shrimp and ear cartilage on yeah. the last podcast good, good. so you guys are on board by that you're tracking <laughs> um and then the, one of the kickers is cold showers cold every oh. time yes and until we get oh heat gosh. back on in our house i'm gonna tell you right now i'm not gonna shower like it's just too big of an well, ask they're, they're telling us we're not allowed to shower anyways yeah, so <laughs> conservation of course so i'm doing something good for the earth good for there me. you are um and, and there's a couple more aesthetic practices that are in there. And then fraternity. And I think this is the key part because mm-hmm. uh, you shouldn't journey alone. No one gets to heaven alone. Yeah. Right? And actually, in our men's group today, someone mentioned no one gets to hell alone either. Ouch. Oh. And that's powerful. And he's like, that's my reason. is because mm-hmm. if I don't start leading people to heaven, then I'm going to start taking, with me, taking them with me to hell. Mm-hmm. And it was wow. a wake-up call to be like, holiness is attractive. But the, the leadership of... of the father in the church has fallen to the side. Yeah. And it's no secret that uh, that if dads are on board with the Catholic faith and moms aren't, the kids will stay Catholic. But if only moms are on board, it's like a 50-50 shot. Wow. Wow. And so fatherhood either leads people closer to heaven or further away from heaven. And there's no mistaking that the leadership has an impact. And so those three practices are so important in regards mm-hmm. to the prayer time, the aesthetics like sacrifice. And uh, and again the the brotherhood and so that's that's what we're doing for ninety days is we're I've got an anchor buddy so me and another guy are gonna be in touch with each other daily to make sure we're sticking to it and things like that but this is all about clinging only to him like how do yeah. I cling only to God and I find so many different ways to be comfortable mm-hmm. and another title for the Holy Spirit is the Comforter which means in order to yeah. be comforted by the Comforter you have to be uncomfortable mm-hmm. so here we are in the midst of uh, snowpocalypse, <laughs> yeah. and we're all very uncomfortable. Three families in a house is a lot, and this just this grace came about the house today to where we just embrace that reality. Like the Holy Spirit was alive yeah. in this living room that I'm looking into right now. Yeah, yeah. And Chris got out me. his guitar, and um, <laughs> I just sometimes pinch myself that I even get to be a part of of this community and journeying with Chris and Kendra and their family. Um, but he was playing worship music for the kids and they are worshiping in our living room and it was beautiful at first he played lean on me which what are the lyrics i don't even know but it's basically about like how when you're not strong i'll be your yeah like let me let me carry you when you're not strong and and that's what we're doing right like we're 
we're lifting each other up and saying like we're going to get through this together mm-hmm. and it was the most beautiful moment and then the kids saying lord i need you and it was like we need each other and we need him mm-hmm. these are our two most important things and then you saying um unimagin- unimaginable helpless no not helpless well, we sang that one too. <laughs> we had a little Hamilton get together. Um, no, unimaginable. They're going through the unimaginable. And like we are going through the unimaginable. Oh, quiet uptown. Quiet uptown. Okay. Yeah, well, I call it unimaginable. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's called quiet uptown. That's what it's called. But in that song, like it's this deep suffering that they're dealing with. And obviously it's a different kind of suffering than what we have right now. But it, I just sat there and watched these little girls sing about about how they're walking through the unimaginable and that like we're going to get through the other side. And it was a very holy moment. And I was crying. I was in tears. Oh, wow. It was beautiful. And that was before we even got to have our Ash Wednesday service, you know, Um, since we couldn't make it to church today. uh, And you're not even allowed to have the crosses on the heads right now. Um, from because of COVID, we got to have our own little Ash Wednesday service, and that was so cool. So, so it this, really was. This Can is I... family. How did you find the <laughs> okay. palms? This is just. So this is funny. This is Team Barton in This is so funny. So I don't know if y'all's kids do this, but we like to fold ours into a cross, and mm-hmm. then we get we get home and we stick them behind a crucifix or something, and they just, yeah. they're on the wall forever. Um, well, I had switched out what was hanging on the wall, and those palm leaves have fallen behind a little chest that I had against the wall and I just kind of left them there but then when I would sweep our kitchen and in our entryway I would see the tiny little tip of that leaf and so I knew it was back there was like eh, I'm not gonna get it this time and I just sweep like this whole year y'all this whole year which is hysterical because we didn't even get palm branches last year because it was COVID so these yeah. are like two year ago palm branches yeah yeah and so I was like, Megan, I got palm branches. Don't worry. So she brought over her blessed palm branches. And, and Chad, because he's, he's Mr. Um, has every tool imaginable. And he's been going around the neighborhood just helping people, taking extension cords and heaters and stuff. And he goes, I got it, Kendra. We'll go burn it outside. And so he took his he made torch. foil boat and huge blowtorch. And you can't even see the flame. It's just, oh, it's this blah, blah, blah kind of gas. It's really hot. It's like, okay, cool. And he just scorched the crud out of those things. And we had ashes that were blessed. And the kids got to be authentically kids because mm-hmm. they came up and uh, Chad and I were administering ashes. And they would look at each other and then they would they would come back again to get a darker cross. Yeah. Yes. It's the only time you can actually do that. I know, yes. I don't know if you've ever gone to an Ash Wednesday service to where you didn't get a really good cross. Yeah, or like every really year. Light, and you're just like, the whole point of me coming at 6.30 in the morning is so I could brag about being Catholic. The rest of the day. I want a good one. I know, I know. So it was, it was, it was a beautiful moment. It, it was really, really was. sweet. And one of my favorite things is every new baby, bringing them for their first Ash Wednesday service and then having the picture of the baby with the little ashes yes. on their forehead. So I actually have a picture of Chad putting ashes on Tessa's forehead. It's oh, really sweet. Special. I mean, that's something I think we'll, like, we'll never forget this. This will be something yeah. we remember forever. And I know not all of you are having this beautiful, joyous time and holiness and all of that. And it breaks my heart. But I hope that um, that you can lean into the Lord and find him in your place, too. Yeah. Because he's there. He's, yeah. shivering. Oh, he's shivering with you right now. Oh, yeah. he's, he's crying with you right now. He's holding you right now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and, and he's inviting you to do the same for others. And for you, you might be in a place where you're just in the house with one other person. Mm-hmm. Minister to that person. Be Christ to that person. Like God yeah. is calling us not just to be
be receivers of his love and mercy, but to be beacons of his love and mercy. Yeah. And he's emptying everything else out of way. You cannot zone out in, in comforts like Netflix or wow. anything like that. Even the food that you had in your fridge has gone bad by now, right? <laughs> yeah. And so all you have to do is depend on the bread of life and be Christ to one another. Like, do that. Because the warmth of God's love is warmer than the heater, even though the heater feels a lot more comfortable right yeah. now. Yeah. yeah. Well, and the other thing we talked about, too, <laughs> Lean on Me made me think of all of these things because like, <laughs> the lyrics really got me today, was, um, you know, it's one thing to be the person who opens your home to someone else. To me, that's not, like, too hard because I think this is fun. <laughs> so it's not, like, stressful for me to say come stay in my house. Um, but I know that's a big step for a lot of people is to reach out and, and offer love and support to other people. But it's also really hard to be the person who has to ask for help yeah, and who has to receive help because we're so used to being self-sufficient mm-hmm. that it's hard to say, you know what, I don't think we can do this in our home right now. I don't think we can make it one more night alone. And that's okay. Like, please reach out to help for help for people around you. Um, reach out to us if you need help. Like, let us know. We would love to be able to support you in some way. But I know there's people around you that would too, in your neighborhood or somewhere um, in in the area. So please don't. Don't let that hold you back. And this is something I learned in my new position with the amount of fundraising that we do yeah. in, in, in growing benefactors and missionary partners and things of that nature. It, it really is not me asking for their money. Mm-hmm. It's more asking or giving them an opportunity to be charitable. Yeah, because people want an opportunity to be charitable. Yes, in our world today, people don't have enough opportunity to be charitable and to be able to accept someone's charity or to offer charity Mm -hmm. is a rare event in our society because Mm -hmm. everyone's trying to be so independent. Yeah. And we were not created to be alone. Like, it's it was not good for man to be alone. So I'm I'm not saying that we're, like, codependent or all those psychological terms of, Mm -hmm. like, those type of things, but... But we're interconnected, and that's what the body of Christ truly means. We're mm-hmm. interconnected here as people on earth, but we're also in, interconnected with the, with the people in heaven, the saints in heaven. You mm-hmm. know, like they're storming heaven right now for mm-hmm. each of us um, yeah. so that we could be numbered among them. Yeah, and I totally agree with what you said. Like, you guys have given me an opportunity to be charitable, and and I love that. Like, I thrive on being able to be hospitable to you guys like that's so fun to me and had you not when I first asked you if you wanted to come stay with me I thought for sure y'all were gonna say no and when you said yes I was so excited (laughs) and then I was secretly like maybe their power won't come back on tomorrow (laughs) I'm the reason your power is not back (laughs) because because it 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 does give people joy I mean when that lady asked on Facebook today for food people came out of the woodwork. There was 25 comments on there and she wasn't even able to bring all of that. Yeah. You know, but people That's are amazing. There I I love how we come together in a crisis to serve and love. Mm-hmm. I wish we could come together when there's not a crisis more. I yeah. wish we could serve and love people on the everyday basis yeah. like we well, do. Well, just think about what we've been going through. Not just these little pockets of people, but all of the state of Texas is going yeah. through this. You know, with the pandemic, the entire world is going through it. And the Lord is really teaching us so many things right now um, to slow down, right? Mm-hmm. To um, get uncomfortable and to be okay with the, the discomfort, to reach out to people. Like, there's so many lessons that we're learning right now. Um, to be open to those things is just growing so much virtue, um, really building the kingdom in so many ways, you know? Um, just you opening your home to us and to the McClellan family who are, are also our neighbors. It's, it's just a living witness just to be family and to see other couples live together and, and how the dynamic is between them and the families. And, and, um, it's just, 
it's a once in a lifetime opportunity that you've given us just to be here in this moment with y'all. So thank you yeah. <laughs> for sure. Um, so go for it. <laughs> so I, I want us to, to see it um, and change our if to how. So it wasn't when you saw that message, you're like, you didn't wonder if you could help. You wondered how you could help. Mm-hmm. And to change your if to how, like, is God with me? Like, do I think, how is God with me? Yeah. Change, change yeah. it to a how. Uh, should I help? Well, no. How should I help? You know, yeah. change it. That, that way it puts you in a position of a disciple, not just merely like a child of God that God wants to take care of, but rather a, like an agent of God that God not only loves, but he sends you forth into service. And so God is with you. If you are in a place wondering if God is with you, change that to how is God with me right now? Mm. Because you might be shivering through your teeth wondering, and he is with you. He is with you. And so change your if to how when it comes to service, when it comes to prayer, when it comes to this disruption that you're in. Mm. How is God there? Have you heard that new song um, by Hillsong, There's Another in the Fire? No. Oh, it's a good one. Is it? Um, I think that's what it's called. It's probably not. <laughs> that's hard that I remember. Um, but there's another in the fire standing next to me. And it's saying, like, there's another person walking through this fire with me. Oh, I think and I it, have. Oh, it's gorgeous. And, mm-hmm. then there's an, and then there's another line that says um, something about, like, walking through the sea with me, too. Like, just in that moment of deep suffering, mm-hmm. you are not alone. And it's been kind of on repeat for me in my head. It's like just to, that reminder of no matter how deep the suffering feels, I am not alone because there's another one, another person there who's like holding back that fire, not just standing next to me, you know, like holding my hand, but like going to battle, mm-hmm. going to battle for me in that, in that suffering. And the same is true right now. Like yeah. not a single one of us is dealing with this alone, even though it feels intense and feels like we might be alone mm-hmm. we're not like and that's where I think that that prayer piece can come in for Lent is like what a beautiful opportunity to start Lent off just throwing it all at the Lord like yeah this is what I'm feeling this is how it hurts yeah and this is what I need from you Lord I cannot function on my own all of the my power in this world has been stripped away I've been taken everything I thought I knew to be true has been taken away and I'm going to have to rely on you now, God. Mm-hmm. Like, what a beautiful way to start Lent and a painful way to start Lent. Right. Well, but I think it's, it's the blessing, the silver lining mm-hmm. in the midst of this is because so often I would approach Lent and I'd be like, by the end of Lent, I'm going to really earn God's love. Oh, by, all yeah. the, by all the self-scourging mm-hmm. I'm going to be doing, yeah. I'm going to earn God's love. And then I stand before God and be like, did I do it? <laughs> Am I a good boy? Like, that's just oh. such, a, such a strange way. And so God's like, I'm going to take everything away to where it's like, you're only going to get through it if you're completely clinging to me. Like, okay, this is way better because now I didn't earn it. Like, I need this. I need this. Mm-hmm. I have to. And some of that weird self-talk that we do to ourselves about scorekeeping, like sometimes we view God mm-hmm. as Santa Claus and he's got a naughtiness list and a nice list, mm-hmm. but God just has a, a love letter. You know, yeah. just, infinite love. Yeah. Infinite. And, and so this Lent, don't try and, like, get a high score on your sacrifices. Mm-hmm. Yeah. To see how open, like we empty ourselves out to see how much we can receive of God's love and just just sit in his love yeah. and see mm-hmm. what that does to you, see what it does to your family and your community. It's beautiful. It's beautiful. Rend your hearts like you rend your garment. That was in the scripture today of like yes. oh, yeah. ripping. So to rend a garment, it's one of my favorite images in scripture. When something, someone were to die or there was something painful that happened um, to 
um, the Israelites, they would actually rip open their shirts, their garments, and then walk around with them ripped open um, and to show mourning. And so he's saying, like, rend your heart. Like, let God really deep. Let him in there. Like, just give him space to move in your heart and not earn it, like you said. Like, for me, it's always funny to me when I hear people talk about God in that way because I don't see him as, like, someone I'm trying to earn from. I see Lynn almost as, like, I'm this little child that just needs to curl up in his lap and be held for a little while. Mm. You know, like, this is that moment where, there's not something blocking me and him. Like, mm-hmm. I just get to go, sh- and of course I can do that all year long, <laughs> but there's something deeper about it in Lent for me where I can just go straight to him and be as close as possible and um, allow him to really make a difference in me. Like, mm-hmm. that's what I want. Like, I want my Lent to be is by the end of it, I want to feel like he has been active in my heart. Like, not that I'm earning anything, but that I'm different at the end of this. I hope anyways. I don't know. Yeah. Okay, so here's <laughs> here's my my issue. Okay, it started out real heavy on the podcast. I didn't get any of the questions. Yeah, I didn't sorry, get well, it's any a heavy day. Questions. I know. I mean, maybe we could end on a lighter note. I don't know. Of course, we can. It's we a heavy sure day, can. and also we did not plan to do this podcast today. <laughs> but you know what? That's and good. I have no questions. We, I have questions. Oh, Kendra always has questions. I do. Because we were supposed to be recording with one of our future guests, which we're so, Liz. Yeah, I don't um, know what it is. I don't know how it's going to happen or when. It so will happen. We must tell you this really fast. So our friend Liz Joseph is supposed to come and tell us this amazing story. The first time, well, we already like had rescheduled twice, right, at this point. The third time we tried to meet with her, our neighbor passed away right at the time that she was supposed to like She literally come pulled up. With the ambulance. Yes. <laughs> and we all had to go over there and take care of the family, all three of us. And so obviously we couldn't record. And then we were supposed to record on Monday and snowpocalypse hit. Yes. <laughs> and that's not happening. So this was just very last minute. We're all in the same yes. house. <laughs> this is so fun. <laughs> so one story before we dive into the questions. Okay. I was at a retreat in Shiner, Texas just uh, about a couple of days ago and uh, I was leaving early because again the roads were going to ice over and so I announced that I was leaving and three girls ran up to me and they said oh my gosh before you go say hi to your wife for us (laughs) we listen to her podcast and we love it oh bless their little hearts and so to the listeners I they I come home from work well come downstairs from work some days (laughs) and uh and Kendra will talk about how she heard about this listener that said this or someone gave him feedback and it was beautiful. Like, keep keep sharing this podcast. Keep giving my wife feedback because it makes her day. It makes Megan's day. <laughs> and when things make these ladies' days, it makes everyone's day on the street just because their joy has always been contagious. Um, but I just wanted to share with you guys Aww. Aww, that I did. Yeah. met some, some high school girls in Shiner, Texas that uh, that are stark raving ecstatic about, <laughs> That's so fun. about this podcast. Um, and so share it with anyone. A teenage girls can be impacted by this. Share totally. it with anyone. Yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Thank you. Thanks, love. Okay, you ready? I'm ready. Okay. It's so funny because I know these, most of these answers. <laughs> <laughs> I make him say it anyway. Okay. Sweet or savory? Oh, sweet. Totally. I mean, geez. Okay. If you could have any superpower, what would it be? Oh. <sighs> I feel like I'd abuse every single one. <laughs> but if I could be invisible, I like you'd, you'd I'd, I'd walk people. into a bank. You know what I mean? If I could, I, it, it'd be cool to like teleport. There's yeah. a there's a there's a 
character that if they're holding hands with someone, they can all teleport somewhere, right? Oh, that's fine. And, uh, and for him, he's Nightcrawler. It has to be somewhere he can see or somewhere he's been before. But for me, I'd want my superpower to be teleport anywhere. And then we could go on, like, family vacations. That's what I said. Well, yes. She asked me this question. Yes. Oh, really? That sounds good. <laughs> see, we could go to Rome for, like, just an hour if But I feel to. like there's a superpower that's more, like, world peace level. Oh, and I yeah. feel like it could be at a better service of humanity instead of just, like, saying yeah. us on plane tickets. <laughs> so I'm, I'm, I'll have to think about it. But that, that'd be the that's one that good. I'd hang my hat on now. Okay. Um, do you have a favorite Marian apparition? Oh, that's a good question. I have been to uh, Fatima. You've been to Fatima? I've been to Lourdes. What? I, <laughs> He's been I, everywhere. And I've been to Medjugorje. Are and you kidding me? There are not any of those three. Okay. Um, so from those three, mm-hmm. um, I loved getting in the water in Lourdes. You Wait, you've been in the water? <laughs> what? Yes. Okay, we talk about everything. Wow, I it, know you got in the water. It was amazing, and it was something. Can anyone get in the water, or do you have to be there for a healing trip? It's systematic. So this was this was the Jubilee year, year two thousand, and so they had these pilgrimage sites set up, mm-hmm. and so it was just like boom, you're in, you're out, you know. But it it was like a little three minute experience as they're like lowering you in, and you and then you come out. It was something supernatural. It really was. Really? Yeah. I mean, so we've had, this is the third person. Yeah, it is. We've had two people come on and share their story of, of going to Lords. Going to Lords. It was amazing. And the, the coolest thing at the end, like, you know, there's these different songs and things like that, but the whole town is like walking through the streets on procession to, uh, with a statue of Our Lady, and everyone's singing Ave Maria. Mm, wow. And, and it's, it's in Latin, so everyone is singing along and, it was just powerful having like a, a it felt like a mile of people like a uh-huh. march for life worth of people mm, yeah kind of cascading their way into this humongous um basilica or whatever but yeah lords was probably my favorite site yeah. um so it'd probably be my favorite one yeah that's wow amazing. that's so cool Woo, i'm all excited you guys <clears throat> dunked in the water okay shoes or barefooted shoes that's true tell them about the bottom of my feet he has the softest feet imaginable. It's so not fair. And my are nasty. I'm going to tell you right now. Tessa and I have the same yes. bottom of feet. It's ridiculous. It's so not fair. Um, okay. Who's to blame? Adam or Eve? Adam. Because he didn't protect her? Yes. Ooh. Good answer. I like that. Very good. If we don't take ownership, who will? That's so true. That's so true. I think we should end on that one. I like that. Okay. Own it. So, should we... I don't have an answer to this question, so I probably shouldn't ask it. Let's do it just see what the Holy Spirit does. What's God doing in your heart? We're going to Mary Belsky you. Okay, And you can do it to us, too. Yeah, that's fine. Um, God in my heart, I I think that this whole season of Lent and kind of everything that's led up to this point, um, he's asking for intimacy. Mm -hmm. Like, that's what he's asking for. And Mm -hmm. so, uh, St. Joseph and that consecration really prepared my heart in a number of ways to be like... I need to respond and stand firm like St. Joseph did and take stewardship over the fact that I'm cultivating Christ within me. And, mm-hmm. and he did that within the family, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then this Exodus 90 thing is forcing me to have a consistent prayer life yeah. that goes deeper than checking the box, which is something I got really good at. Mm-hmm. And so there's been a number of promptings of intimacy over the last couple of years. And I've shared that with you with, yeah. a, number, with a number of things. But, uh, but now God is like, we're doing this. Let's strip everything else away. No video games, no TV, no social media, no, none of this stuff. And just 
as a caveat, I'm still on social media, but I'm only using it for ministerial purposes. Mm-hmm. So yeah. if you follow me on social media, don't call me a cheater. I'm sharing, <laughs> I'm sharing something holy. But, uh, but nevertheless, um, he's like, we're going to make time. Uh, even if it even if it has to take everything else away, and so I mean I can't even have a bowl of ice cream until after I pray, and it'll be ninety days after I pray, right? Like it's gonna be. So yeah. he's calling me to deeper intimacy, and I've hungered for it for a while because he's put that in my heart for a while. So, mm-hmm. Kendra, that's beautiful. What is God doing in your heart? Good question, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm I. I think he's just constantly reminding me of his little gifts and his little moments of poetry throughout the day. Um, just seeing how he gifted something to our neighbor who's staying with us here too. Mm. Um, it was just really beautiful to see that gift to her yeah. and that he's, and, and that and that's kind of a big thing that I would love for our listeners to just remind themselves of and to be on the lookout for is that, um, like Chris was saying earlier, you know, he's with you, he's shivering with you. He, he's lavishing his love on you and it's might not be huge and mighty. It might be just tiny little things. Um, mm-hmm. but look up and recognize those things cause they will just totally fill you up. That's all you need. That's beautiful. Okay, so that's true, but I'm going to tell you what God's been doing in your heart since I'm your husband, and I've seen some of these things. Ooh, fun. Oh, the last the last uh, semester, like fall semester, was so busy with her coaching and mm-hmm. teaching and all these different pieces, and I forget when it was. I think it was somewhere after the volleyball season was over, mm-hmm. where you got really, like, really into domestic church, and, and it was mm. beautiful. Like you, you, the way you were spending time with the children was more intentional and, and there were all these different pieces and now we're entering I was season. doing laundry again <laughs> let's well, be real the no, it, 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 but it, it, it bore fruit in the season of Advent and I'm looking forward to it bearing fruit again in the season of Lent because you wanted to be intentional about that season mm-hmm. whereas a lot of times you know everyone falls into it where even good devout Catholics it just kind of boom, and we're at Christmas or yeah. boom, and now we're at Easter and so there was some some level of intentionality that ministered to me, but ministered to our children as well and created our home as that place. And uh, and so I would say motherhood might have been the theme, especially mm-hmm. spiritual motherhood, because you're a spiritual mother to our children, you know, um, which is weird because you're also a mother mother Actual to our mother. children. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so that motherhood and now mission. Like the last couple of weeks, mm. we've been thrown into mission, whether yeah. we like it or not. We've been thrown into mission. Um, and, and so motherhood to mission, I think, is kind of what God has been doing in your heart a little bit. Thank so, you. Yeah. That's, That's good. Sweet. I see that too with you. Thank you. Megan, what's God doing in your heart? Mine's kind of similar to what Chris just said. So um, a couple weeks ago, I really felt like God was saying, I need to devote this Lent to my kids and to mm-hmm. the girls and, gen- and specifically because I have an almost 12-year-old and a 13-year-old, and right now they still listen to everything I say. <laughs> they still really want to oh, such a beautiful relationship. hear from me. Yeah, thank you. And... I have, over the past, well, their entire lives, I have always loved ministry outside of my home, but I've not always been the best at teaching them. And that's probably not true because I have taught them a lot of things. But, like, mm-hmm. I get more excited about, like, ministering to other people's children than, instead of my own. And um, so I have been really kind of feeling the stirring of, like, these girls need us to pour into them. Like, they need to hear from Kendra and I and Kendra's kids, too. 
And so we decided that we were going to start a Lenten study with the girls. And we found the new Blaze study from Walking with Purpose. Is Mm -hmm. that what it is? And it's like a middle school girls um, Bible study thing. And so we're like, oh, we should invite a couple girls from their school. (laughs) Well... (laughs) One thing led to another, and we have 21 girls coming to this thing. Every time. <laughs> hey, let's do this thing. Great. Next thing we know, we have a sleepover with 13 girls in our house. Like let's grandiose. Do this thing. Don't worry, it'll be just a couple of people for a Valentine's Day celebration. Next thing you know, like we have to have it outside between our driveways because there's 32 people showing up. Yeah. God multiplies the ideas well, and, that come out of these two brains in so many different it's their hearts. Their crazy. Hearts. So well, and the funny thing too is like we didn't even invite all the girls. There was still a lot more we could have invited that would have absolutely said yes. But we were like, I think we need to cut it at twenty one. Yeah. <laughs> and so we keep looking at each other and like, do we know what we got ourselves into? <laughs> but I'm really excited about it though because sometimes I need that extra push to stay dedicated to something like this. Like I need I need an outside, like someone else's children <laughs> to teach. But I'm really excited about like just pouring into my girls that they are the beloved. Yeah. And um, getting to be the ones who guide them and getting to go deep spiritually with them because they are and their so peers. Ready. That's what and I'm so peers. excited about. Like they, yeah. And there's like a whole journaling component, like for them to just be able to fall in love with the Lord and journal yeah. with him this Lent is would be amazing. So yeah, yeah, I'm excited, I'm excited for it. Super fun. So we wanted to close this one with prayer, um, yeah. like just really praying a big, deep prayer over everyone who's um, experiencing this terrible storm right now. Mm-hmm. Let's do it. Leave it. <laughs> I'll start it, then you guys just pick it up. Okay. Pick up. Awesome. Does that sound good? In the Father, Son, Holy Spirit, Amen. Come, Holy Spirit. God, you're big, you're mighty, you're wonderful, you delight in us, Jesus. God, you're looking upon us and what we're going through, and it makes you sad. It does. But Jesus, you love us so deeply that you're here with us, and you're providing for us. God, I pray for all of our brothers and sisters, Lord maybe in this moment are living through this snow and ice and discomfort, loss of electricity, loss, no food, no heat, maybe not being able to travel where they need to go, maybe having health problems, the fear of the unknown. God, maybe we have listeners that are listening to this at a different time, but this still pertains to them. God, I pray for their hearts right in this moment, Jesus, that you will just make yourself so magnificently known, so deeply known in the depths of their heart. They truly feel you. And they know you are with them, Lord. May it be unwavering. May you calm the sea around them. Jesus, we ask that uh, your power be made known clearly. Mm-hmm. In such a profound way that, that people can only say, this came from God and God alone. Mm-hmm. You are a God of abundance. You have more love and mercy than we even know how to ask for. So we call that down now. We ask that you would anoint your children that are suffering right mm-hmm. now, your children that are hurting, that you would help bring healing to the areas of our own life, our own imperfections, all those details, so that we can just, as Megan desires this land to, just rest in your arms, just rest in your embrace. Yes. So open our eyes 
to the ways that you are present with us. And also, Lord, protect us when we seek to serve you and share your love to others. Lord, so many times the devil wants to twist or confuse the good work that we try and do in your name. And so we ask that you would provide spiritual protection in those areas so that we can be courageous mm. without fear of leading a child astray. Dear God, you are so good. Even when everything feels completely out of control, we know that we're not alone. And we know that there's someone else in the fire with us, that we have um, the strength that could only come from you. So I pray, God, that um, we would see you, that we would see your face, we would feel your presence, we would notice those little just bits of love that you send, like Kendra was talking about, that we would just get to see you and, and recognize your beauty and your grace. And I pray that um, that there's so many people out there that are willing and ready to serve, that you would just send them to the people that are in need, and that you would call us to serve, that we would hear your call, that we would act upon that, that we wouldn't start to doubt it or turn away, but that we would be willing and ready to serve you and those you love, because God, we know that they are your people. Mm. Mother Mary, we ask you um, to hold us close and bring us close to your son as we pray. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou amongst women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. And the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit, amen. Amen. Well, guys, that was pretty awesome. Thank you so much. And hopefully next week we'll have our actual kickoff to Lent with our prayer. Um series that we're starting yeah so thank you but Chris. you know what this is the holy spirit's totally. kickoff to prayer i mean yeah wow yeah we didn't have a plan but he did absolutely he god is so good you're not alone friends amen and thank you chris for like just randomly i mean we literally yeah. asked him five minutes before we started recording Maybe on our podcast. <laughs> sure i was playing board games with your husband an hour ago yeah 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 it's no, so good i'm so glad to be able to journey with you guys uh, behind the microphones as well. So, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. Bye, guys. Bye.